I think it's really important for everyone to just go through life and see things interesting because all of a sudden that you have a really interesting life. Otherwise, you might miss so many opportunities in life, like you will never see them. Like this is this has happened common common to people. They just missing uh, opportunities, missing days, missing life, and then all of a sudden life passed by, and you have few dreams never accomplished and never done. So this is very very uh, something which was helping me through life and helping me even right now. Like always look at things are as they're very interesting, and then all of a sudden the interesting things will show. <laughs> Listening to the Maximum Enthusiasm Podcast, the exploration of life fully optimized with Megan Hotman. Hey, Maximum Enthusiasm Podcast fans, welcome back. Today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Runner's High, the only running specialty store here in Golden. You can check them out on the web at runnershighco.com. They've got a shop here in Golden, Colorado, and they just opened a second location in Morrison, Colorado, right there at the base of Red Rocks Amphitheater. So why do I love the folks at Runner's High? Well, Deb and Ken are an incredible couple. Both have extensive running backgrounds and pedigrees. They have a wealth of knowledge and experience. They are the ones that helped me back in 2015 when I started training for my first Ironman and was getting back into running. They put me on their treadmill there in their store and did a running gait analysis, helped me figure out what I needed for both training shoes as well as race day shoes. And I'll just share that they got me hooked on the Hoka 1-1 for training days and on the Newton lightweight running shoes for race day. And this protocol has worked beautifully for me for the last three years. Uh, It's also my only source of running and training nutrition, both during and after. I buy my Scratch Labs hydration mix at Runner's High, and they also just got me hooked on the Tailwind Nutrition Vanilla Recovery Mix, which I use after my workouts. So they are fantastic. They will absolutely help you get sorted with your running shoes as well as apparel, and they sell some pretty amazing yoga pants too. They are offering a discount to our listeners. If you mention that you are a Maximum Enthusiasm podcast fan, they'll give you 10% off running shoes and 20% off apparel. You can also just mention the last name Hotman, H-O-T-T-M-A-N, and you will be a friend for life with Runners High in Golden. So again, check them out, Runners High co.com hey listeners welcome back to the maximum enthusiasm podcast i am sitting here on may 21st staring out at about a foot of snow that just fell over the last day and last night which is pretty crazy since we had fully uh, developed trees and the flowers were popping off And it definitely looks like a winter wonderland once again, but trying to stay positive because these snowy cold days always provide a wonderful opportunity to focus inside. And with that, today's topic is right on point. If you are looking for something to do today before or after work, maybe you're just hanging out at home, whether it's snowy or not, wherever you are, whenever this finds you, I hope that today's guest and her business idea provides you an impetus to reduce the stuff in your life and get rid of some things and send them to someone or somewhere that can use them. 
Um, as you know from following along the show the last few months, I've been on this quest for um, perhaps not minimalism, but certainly less. And it started with gutting the garage, gutting the basement, most recently trying to tackle that master bedroom closet. And um, was recently diagnosed with a C-spine injury, which prompted some total overhaul of my workstation setup. Um, part of that was a standing desk implementation, which is fantastic. And then in listening to the Ritual podcast, he introduced a sponsor of his called Fully, F-U-L-L-Y dot com. And I checked them out. They have these really cool stools that are intended to be used for standing desks, and it has an unsteady base. So the stool basically rocks while you're at your standing desk. Uh, you can kind of lean against it or you can fully sit on it, um, but it's awesome. And so I got one for the office. And when the box arrived, I noticed on the side of the box, it said something about give back box. Check it out at fully.com backslash give back box. And so I was intrigued, went to the website and quickly learned that fully had partnered with give back box and they provided me a postage prepaid label to use the box that the chair had arrived in. Full it, fill it with things I wanted to donate and then be able to use that label that they paid for to send it to a charity of my choosing or a charity of their choosing. And when I entered my zip code, it pulled up a Goodwill Industries um, address. Um, but I could have chosen any other list of charities that are on their website. And I just explored then what this this give back box situation was reached out to the founder, Monica, and she readily agreed to be on the podcast, which is so cool. I just am a, such a believer, not in only reusing these cardboard boxes, but also making it absolutely easy for people to get things out of their house, especially when the arrival of something new can be associated with the reduction of things that are old or no longer serving us. Um, particularly in this age and era where we have boxes and boxes and boxes arriving on people's front steps from companies like Amazon. So uh, I hope that you'll um, obviously check this episode out and be inspired by Monica and her journey, but then you will check out Give Back Box and use any of those boxes that you're getting with shipments that you receive to donate items and this removes any barrier of entry in terms of having to load stuff up in your car and go drive it somewhere, um, which I know many people have told me that when they do that, those things tend to ride around in their car for months and months and months. And sometimes they actually make their way back into the house, which isn't good if you've taken the time to actually box it up. So um, I think this is a really good topic for this time of year as we start to click off the days towards the official start of summer. This is kind of that last ditch spring cleaning effort that you might make before the summer activities take you outside and away from sort of this nesting season of the spring, particularly on weather days like the one that we're having here today. Um, I'll also just share that I'm reading a fantastic book. It has nothing to do with any of these topics, but if you're looking for a great read just on human tenacity and perseverance, I recommend that you check out a book called Endurance, and it's the adventures of a captain named Shackleton and his crew stuck in the Arctic ice. Um, so give that one a read, and I have one on the way from Amazon called uh, Do Less, and it came highly recommended. I'm looking forward to digging into that one next. With that, listeners, thanks again for your support. We're rolling these episodes out a little bit more slowly, but we are doing it with more intentionality and purpose. And I look forward to bringing you the next episode after this one. Thanks so much. Have a great day and live it with maximum enthusiasm. Hey, 
Monica. So you are the founder of Give Back Box. Tell me about this fantastic organization that you have created. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so uh, Give Back Box is a solution which everyone can use and simply allows you to donate to nonprofit organizations from comfort of your home. So the way how it works, you can take any box you have around. You can stuff this box with the donations, so everything which you normally will donate, which is clothes, shoes, books, toys. You can go on givebackbox.com and print free shipping label, and then you can mail that donations for free to nonprofit organizations. So this is basically uh, how it works. So brilliant. I have to tell you, this came across my plate or my desk, I should say. A couple weeks ago, I ordered a new desk chair from fully.com f-u-l-l-y.com and when the chair showed up it said on the side of the outside of the box check out fully.com backslash give back box and I'm thinking what the heck is that so I checked out the link and so the chair company has partnered with you to reuse the box that my chair came in for me to fill up with donations and then I went to your website and it automatically prints me the label and it, I let it select a charity of my choosing. And so all I need to do now is fill up that box and ship it. I think this one was uh, FedEx. And then they're going to send me uh, the receipt for the tax donation once they receive the box of items. I mean, it is so smart on so many levels. I'm just so impressed with this. I just love the fact that we're reusing the box for one thing. And then you're making donations of used goods so convenient for people. Um so, you know, I read a little bit about your story. You were in the shoe business and you encountered a homeless man who was looking for shoes. Is that how this started? Yes, that's exactly how it started. That was the the inspiration which came to my head and the moment when you say, hey, I can do something about it. <laughs> and so you so, went yeah. back to your factory to find him a pair of shoes, if I understand correctly, right? And then when you came back, he was gone. And so then where did this go from there? Yeah, exactly. And this is like really funny because I used to live very close by. I saw him and never ever saw this man again in my life. And I used to live there for another, I think, a year or so. So when you believe in angels or miracles, that was one of mine. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so he had a sign in his hands that said what? He was looking for shoes? Yeah, he, he just said, I need shoes. Oh, my <laughs> <So>. gosh. <laughs> And that was your business. Oh, I love it. And that was my business. I used to sell shoes online, but, you know, I was selling women's shoes. So first I thought, okay, I could help this man, but I'm sure he doesn't want high heels. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how it started. And I said, you know, it's, it's like there is so many people who need stuff and there is so many, so many people who have stuff. So the issue is how to make the connection and how to make it more easy to donate because, uh, you know, I'm an immigrant, so when I moved to the United States, one of the first things which was very shocking to me is how there is so much wealth in this country and there is so much poverty, how it that can be. So, uh, you know, there is so many resources uh, everywhere, not only here, which can be used to help others. And there is the issue of, you know, make this easy and convenient because on the other side, People are more more busy and they don't have time to drive to donation center or they don't, they don't have time to think about it. So when we use uh, partnerships with an online retailers, we make this a little bit more easy because we remind you, 
in the moment when you get something new that hey maybe you actually want to donate something gold and uh, it's working very well <laughs> I love that timing as you said at the moment that you receive something new and bright and shiny what a perfect opportunity to go then rid yourself of some of your older items and donate them to people that really need them and the other part of this equation that I just love is especially in the age of Amazon where everything is showing up on our front steps in large boxes it has really bothered me from an environmental perspective and so you're able to repurpose all of those boxes to turn them into these you know donation modules if you will uh, which I mean it's just so smart I just can't even tell you how what I just (laughs) I just love it I just love it so when did you start this yeah, I think it's because it's very simple, you know, I believe that the most powerful things in life are the simplest ones, and it's just so simple, that that's why it's just so powerful. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and like you said, you take the thought and the brain work out of it, and you make it easy for people to donate things that they're not using, and it comes at no expense to them because you provide the prepaid label to them. And then you ship them or you send them the tax donation receipt once the goods are received. So, I mean, they, they can literally donate stuff from the comfort of their own home, just the same way they yeah. ordered all those things from the Internet. Um, yeah, exactly. So how, you know, what's, what's the practicality of this? How are these shipping labels paid for? Are these with your corporate po- partners and sponsors? Yeah, so right now they paid in the various different ways. Uh, usually they are paid by non-profits, so the non-profits who receive our donations, they are usually the one who paid for those shipping labels. But we have more and more retailers who actually come with the uh, uh, agreements and with the offer that, okay, we want to help those non-profits, we want to choose the non-profits, and this is the, where we want our donations to go, and this is uh, how much we're willing to pay. So I have more and more retail partners who do actually pay for the shipping costs. It's become like a really nice gesture, and because of that, we can serve, serve other nonprofits and more nonprofits and help just more and more people. So this is actually a really, really nice shift, which I can see in that business model, which starts only from the way that nonprofit was paid for that shipping label. So this is still in the most the most uh, nonprofit the case, but we already have a couple of the retailers who actually do pay for that shipping cost. So my goal is to move uh, the shipping pay uh, the shipping amounts and the shipping expense more on the retailer side because that's help more and more nonprofits to be able to receive our donations. So sure. this is like my job to accomplish. <laughs> sure. No, it makes perfect sense to have the for-profit businesses covering the shipping costs as opposed to the nonprofits absorbing that expense. And um, just off the top of your head, what are a couple of the larger retailers who have partnered with you to provide this on all of their packaging? So we don't have, uh, it's hard to say because uh, we work, for example, one of our partners is Amazon. So Amazon obviously does not have this on all, all packages because we will just absolutely yeah. <laughs> uh, kill the non-profit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's hard to say when the retailer is small, then obviously they can do for all the packages. But we also, when, when I work with the retailers, it's, I just every single one is very important for me. So I do not like discriminate the retailers and in terms of okay, you are small so you can do it full time or you are big so you 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 don't. So Got it. each retailer really decides how big they do and we kinda like 
I kind of can predict right now, depends on the size of the retailer, what the return rate can be and how crazy this can go. So sure. we work from very, very big one like Amazon to really, really small retailers who are sending a couple hundred packages a month. And uh, the purpose is to to just give this to everyone and make this, my goal is to make every single box shipped out there have ability to help others. So it's a long journey to do, but it's going very, very well. And one day, I hope that all boxes are going to be uh, giving boxes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was an amazing goal to have every single shipment be a recipient uh, uh, for donations that every single package we receive ends up going back out of our homes with items that we donate. I think that's a beautiful goal. I have no doubt that you're going to get there. And I suspect in this age of companies really working hard to, um, promote their core values and the things that they really stand for. And especially in this age of, you know, global warming and climate and sustainability and environmental causes that some of these companies have really realized that their customers are going to become even more devout customers if they're able to offer something like this to them. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And we actually have uh, brands who are reaching reaching to us just because a customer is reaching to them and tell them about the UVEC box. So that's really amazing. And then uh, a lot of brands just uh, reach out to us because they see what other brands are doing. And that's really, if you are online retail, our program is very, very easy because it requires literally no work from your side. We do all the all the heavy lifting, so it's very easy to implement and can create really big impact for for a brand, for a retailer. So uh, we have uh, been very very successful with acquiring new retailers, and there is a lot of new exciting brands coming uh, uh, to join us. So I've been very very busy and very successful in what we're doing. So I'm really really happy to see the change in the uh, retail industry, especially in the fashion industry when the retailers and manufacturers really really taking responsibility for for what they're doing and for the product they manufacture so that's that's really really amazing to see i love that and just in my recent kind of personal exploration of um, ways that I can be friendlier to the environment. I'm already not a meat eater or a dairy consumer and I ride my bike everywhere and try not to drive my car, but then I realized just how detrimental the fashion industry can be to our environment. Yeah. And so being able to re-gift and repurpose our clothing and our apparel to others seems to be a really great way to start tackling that problem as opposed to just throwing that stuff in the trash and constantly buying new things. Um, yeah. So where did this journey kind of start for you? I mean, you obviously have a very giving heart and a very a very a servant's heart. You want to help those with less. Um, where has that always been part of your DNA? No, it wasn't. Fashion was always part of my DNA. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, fashion was always always like I always like to shopping and I always like to fashion. And then there was a time when come when I realized that you know what. It's not really so good and I really wanted to do something different and I want to really help people but I couldn't really connect how I can still love fashion and do shopping and then have the planet because this do not go together right oh my gosh you <laughs> so sure I found create, it so I say I just you know I created from that from my own selfishness <laughs> I love it that's how most great ideas are born aren't they <laughs> Yeah, but I, now I can, you know, now everyone can shop more and donate more. It's easy, so it's exactly. 
Exactly. Well, so let me ask you with respect to the issue of donations, you're probably getting a lot of feedback from the nonprofits that receive your boxes when they're full. Are there certain items that are the most highly desired or the ones that we should really try to prioritize when we're filling up our boxes? Yeah, clothes, 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 clothes in good condition, but always something which is very desirable for any kind of nonprofit. So clothes and shoes, any kind of accessories, that's, that's the number one needed needed inventory and wanted inventory by nonprofit. So that's really very simple advice. That's something would everyone have in abundance. <laughs> sure, sure. And are there any items that they would really ask that we not put in the boxes or that they end up really unable to reuse or are not highly desirable? Yeah, any broken items, any, any items with stains and holes in it. So everything, like when you... Do the box, like think about if someone will receive that item, it will put smile on their face or not smile on their face. Sure. So it's kind of a very easy way how to decide what to donate or what to, what to recycle. So everything which you would normally give to your friend or give to someone and that person will smile, that's a good item to donate. That's how I usually do, right? I like that approach. That, that definitely yeah. makes it a very thoughtful box too. When you pack it up, it's full of love and, and extra thought and attention. Yeah. I like that. Um, so where, uh, where do you think this thing will go? I mean, I know you said you want every box to be repurposed, but eventually, do you think that this would be something that most online retailers would ultimately adopt for the use of their boxes or to your point? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I see that, you know, when you have on the boxes, the signs on the bottom with recycle, everything, I can see this very soon become like a stand for a give back box, which is going to be a recycle or used for donations. So definitely, yes, uh, there is a lot of work to be done in uh, non-profit sector because to handle that large volume of donations and to handle them in a proper way still requires a lot of work for us, which we're doing very successfully in the non-profit sector to help them process those, those, those donations more efficiently and uh, create a better use for them. So there is work need to be done on the bo- both sides, which sure. we kind of connect. But definitely, uh, this is going in that in that direction. This is actually my, uh, you know, my goal, as I said, to make sure that every box uh, have ability to help others. Because I think if we, if I can make this work, then we can solve a really, really big problem with uh, unemployment, with uh, lack of resources, because we can very fast direct resources to uh, different places which are needed. So it's really exciting and fulfilling job, and there's so much more would uh, have to be done and uh, it's going to keep me uh, busy for another uh, <laughs> couple years for sure. <laughs> now you started this business when? 2012? Yes, yeah, 2014 was, 2012 I think I got this idea and 2014 was actually when we started because it took uh, almost two years from the idea come to my head to actually first box ship so it took a really long time to put these pieces together sure but yeah but uh, but that when you actually look at this it's not even 10 years so uh, really good <laughs> yeah I'll say too and in the time so if we just say 2014 to halfway through 2015 or 2019 at this point so give or take let's just say four and a half years um, five and a half years what what impact have you seen just in the even the reuse of the boxes? Do you have any statistics or anything that would say this number of boxes have been reused as a result of this program? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I should have this number in my head, but I don't. But usually we do about, uh, I would say about maybe 40,000, 50,000 boxes a month, right? Wow. So that's kinda, 
that kind of volume, and this can go, uh, this can go to triple digits when come the Christmas time. Yes, because it usually are the busiest time, so it can, it can be impactful. And uh, the only way, only reason why we don't ship more is not because there is not enough retailers or everything. It's just still we working very hard on the uh, non profit, non side to get like a big processing centers who can process those sure. faster because uh, right now it's just it's, it requires a little bit change of even non-profit sector to get this uh, this program going to really, really higher scale which uh, which is going to happen so sure. my last two years was uh, really work on uh, on that side more than even on to uh, generate more boxes because it's, there's no problem to uh, start campaign with Amazon on every box it's just the problem what to do with them <laughs> right right yes no I can see your point how the nonprofits would be totally overwhelmed if all those boxes yeah. came pouring in <laughs> yeah and so if someone's really interested in this and wants to help support it, I think your website does have some just basic sponsorship opportunities for individuals, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can just go on the givebackbox.com and then you can choose, use any of the retail partners to print free shipping label. You can also choose your own nonprofit and you can be the one who actually pay for shipping. We have that option as well because there is some nonprofits which simply cannot afford the shipping cost, but there is some donors who won't support particular charity. So we added more and more uh, small nonprofits where people can simply just choose the option to ship to them and pay for shipping themselves. So uh, that's kind of something new which we add recently, and uh, donors really love it and the nonprofits really love it too. But uh, the main shipping labels are always free and they always available on our website as well. So cool. I just love it. Um, so, Monica, where are you from? From heaven. <laughs> and when did you um, move to the United States? Yeah, I moved to the United States uh, from Poland about, let's see, 15 years ago. Yes. What What prompted that move? Was it the love of the fashion industry that brought you here? Not really. I just come for really to see what the America is about. I always hear about uh, this country when the dreams come true, and I had a lot of dreams. <laughs> so that seems like a perfect place to come to check it out. And I fell in love in this country literally right away from the way from the airport. I already knew that that's the country I want to live in and stay. Aww. And it's been it's been my home for ever since, and I love it so much. I love Poland as well. I go there a lot, but I'm still here, really, really like home. This is true dream come true place to every kind of dreamer and entrepreneur and people who want to create something new and start the change. So I'm really, really, really happy to be here. <laughs> well, you're certainly doing just that. I mean, you're an agent of change for our environment and helping our underprivileged and doing all kinds of good things. Um, and which part of the country are you in? Are you in Chicago? No, I'm in Los Angeles. Okay, Los Angeles. All right. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I moved. I love Chicago so much, but I cannot do the cold. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> no, me neither, girl. Me neither. <laughs> so if you had like a message for someone who's listening who, you know, wants to make a difference, but to your point earlier, you know, you loved fashion, but you couldn't figure out how to pair that with making a difference and then you meet this this miracle man asking for shoes, and it starts this whole thing in motion. Um, what advice would you give someone who's looking for that way to make an impact with their life and just doesn't really know where to start? I think the best advice is to actually really decide what 
people what you what they want, what they want to do in life, and what they really love to do, and what they really passionate about it, and just follow that, and the signs will come, and the opportunities will come. Like even right now for me, there is so many things I want to do, but I don't know how, and I just know I want to do it, and things just come to me, and things just things just come to me. So the best advice for me is just to simply jump in the water, and then. Well, I don't have to swim on the way. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes you do just have to dive in, don't you? Well, and yeah. the other part of your story that I love is that, you know, as you mentioned, you'd walked past numerous homeless people in that very area, and then this man was, was different. You hadn't seen him before, and you could have easily just walked past him um, like many people walk past many homeless folks every single day and don't think a second thought about it. But something about this guy and his sign really struck you enough that you went home in search of shoes and you went to the effort of coming back to try and find him only to discover he was gone. I mean, your whole life trajectory basically changed with that experience. Whereas if you had just walked past him and not thought about it, none of this would have happened. So I guess my question for you is, you know, to what extent does just being open to the signs start to really, you know, determine our life path, do you think? It's very important. Like I, I can tell you that I, from my experience, for example, I never been bored in my life. I don't know what boredom or boring feeling he is. <laughs> so even if I walk on the street or I fly in the airplane or I do whatever it is, I mean, even tra- even in traffic, I was uh, driving the other day with my friend and I tried to explain it to him why I like to be in the traffic, and he couldn't understand what to like about. And I said, you always have things which are interested around you and that's you just true. look at them and that's how you get ideas like I love traffic because I can think about people who live in the houses or people in the other cars or some some things which I would never see if I would drive, drive by very fast so basically just from my nature it's like I always look outside and I always look at things and I always find, find things in life interesting right in the people in life in buildings so when you really look at life this way life can give you so much more than if you just stuck in your head and just are in the closed state of mind and just stuck with one direction and don't don't and you're not open so i think it's really important for everyone to just go through life and see things interesting because all of a sudden that you have a really interesting life otherwise you might miss so many opportunities in life, like you will never see them. Like this is this has happened common common to people. They just missing uh, opportunities, missing days, missing life, and then all of a sudden life passed by, and you have few dreams never accomplished and never done. So this Absolutely. has been very very uh, something which was helping me through life and helping me even right now. Like always look at things are as they're very interesting, and then all of a sudden the interesting things will show. <laughs> So it's all about the lens that we look through when we look at our lives, exactly. it sounds like. It's a viewpoint. It's your viewpoint. You can, whatever you see, you decide what to see. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point because it doesn't sound like you're not busy. It sounds like you're just as busy as everyone else, but it's the way that it's the lens through which you view your world that sounds like it's had the biggest impact on you. I was doing like uh, like kind of not conscious about it, but more and more when I was like review my life and see okay, was this successful action I'm doing? What actually good things I'm doing? Because 
things are going well. So this is what I figure out that really work very well for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm a person who never complain, never see a bad things. And uh, it's really, really working because when you just, you, you get what you put your attention on. It. And this is very, very true. No matter how silly it might sound, this is work for me. And I live like this and I can see this is like working day to day. It's not something what I read in the book and sounds good. This is something that I put in, in life and it's something which really, really works for me. So uh, it's just take a little bit of change your mind and that's the probably most difficult thing to do but when you do it the sky is not the limit i love it oh that's so refreshing to hear i i really like i really like and appreciate that that honestly sometimes our perception of life is truly just um our outlook and our mindset and you are living proof of that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly must work <laughs> yes yes of course it's so much easier i think to default to being negative and being woe is me and it's harder sometimes to stay positive and focus on the amazing things in life, but it sounds like you've really tuned your eye and your attention to that, and so then, of course, that's what you tend to receive in your life. So that's a really positive message to hear. Yeah, and it's, and it's like a muscle. You know, you work on the gym and you work on your body. This is the same how you need to work on your mind. It requires just a little bit, but it's getting better and better. And one day you will just got it. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll just be your default, and you won't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> It's in the muscle. I love it. (laughs) Well, Monica, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you want to make sure that we cover with Give Back Box? Anything that you want the listeners to be sure to know? Uh, I will just say to people to just go and do something and to start something and to help others just do whatever they want to do. They can use Give Back Box. They can donate whatever they want just to do something something good because when you're doing good things it you feel better and life become better so that would be my message to everyone <laughs> I love it yeah sometimes when we just get out of our own focus on ourselves and we do good for others it can change our entire mood and our entire outlook and so yep. even if it's just as simple as packing up a box and mailing it to a charity it will probably improve your mood and improve your day won't it Absolutely, and then you make some space for a new pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> a new space for a new pair of shoes. So, what is your um, what is your shoe business, Monica? What's that website? I don't have it anymore. Oh, okay, the, the boxes took over all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, that's pretty cool. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Well, Monica, thank you so much for your time. We will be sure to include a link to Give Back Box on our website. And I just can't say thanks enough for this ingenious idea that you've launched to save our planet from cardboard and to help those less fortunate. So keep keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Maximum Enthusiasm with Megan Hopman. Subscribe, check out our blog, and learn more at MaximumEnthusiasm.com. Hey everybody, this is Stu from Relish Studio Digital Marketing, encouraging you to activate what you have heard today on Maximum Enthusiasm. Get outside, do something nice for somebody in need, call your representative, pick up some trash, reduce your footprint, join a movement like 1% for the Planet, support the local food economy through an organization like GoFarm Colorado, just live your life with maximum enthusiasm. If you need some help or ideas on ways to put your energy in motion, 
Reach out to me at relishstudio.com.